Are we taking it higher because it's 420? Is that what's happening holy, here? Oh, holy shit. Wow. I was trying to rock on through. Down to Electric Avenue? That's right, buddy. Best song ever. Well, it's been a couple of weeks, but uh, we're still standing. Here we are. It's become an every other week kind of podcast. And I really like that schedule. It's More stuff can happen during the week to be able to talk about. Or in the weeks between. True. I do like the the sound of that cup. Is that a Yeti? Are you pro, bro? I'm, a, I'm pro, bro. There's like an aluminum cup. I don't think I've paid for it yet. I don't so that's think. Awesome. Mm-hmm. That was like a little roll of the R, like a little. Uh, rum does that. that to me. Spanish influence. Rum, rum in South Florida does, it, the does rum. it to you. You don't have the uh, black muff cover in your mic, so we can hear you no. breathing too. Oh man, I gotta get a like a a, a black muff. I need to get a koozie. You can borrow mine. <laughs> Do the uh, koozie was cover. That up, up pizzas here. Oh, well, I guess uh, we'll take care of yeah. that real quick. Yellow. No. So, so live on air. That's right. Here pizza. it is. Yeah. Pizza wings. Here it is. I mean, this is, it doesn't get any better. Here it is. This is life in the Taylor part. Like right. No, we actually ordered it a little while ago, okay, but we shit. thought to, because Andrew's like, super super hungry so like he's stressing out over the fact that the gates closed so he's like you really really need to call them and give them the gate code so that it doesn't delay the pizza by two seconds so as you saw he jumped up ran out there he's like coordinating everything Really? he's forging my signature on the credit card receipt so i'm gonna dispute it the the, uh leave a good tip Oh, the tip is off the chain. <laughs> the tip like, is off how the in the hell did right I spend one hundred and fifty dollars on pizza? Right. Hundred dollar tip. So, well, the guy needs a fix. <laughs> it's um, <laughs> what what are we like episode five or something? Three, four, three, four, five, five, cinco, five. cinco, and uh, Carl is here. I'm here. Oh, let's do introductions. Yeah, we should because there's yeah. a couple of a couple of newbies at the table. Right. Newbies to our podcast, right. not necessarily newbies to podcasting. Right. Carl Granger, Larry Latrell. I'm Elliot Adler. And Elliot. Elliot. Yeah. That, that's a familiar name. Elliot Adler. Do you podcast otherwise than here at the Taylor Park? Or yeah, I, how does that I, work? I also have. Uh, an audio show that's centered around the sound of my own voice because of just the narcissism that flows through all of us. You are sick. <laughs> and? And, uh, yeah, it's called The Drake Cast for Those Who Fish. It's based with The Drake Magazine. It's a terrible fucking name. We need to change it. But well, so if we come sounds up like with a ideas, bunch of bait fishermen. Right. Yeah, yeah. For those who fish. Yeah. For those who fish. And we also have around local, the table tonight. Local guide. A little local, local celebrity. Mosquito Lagoon flavor. Who we've been trying to get on the podcast for four weeks now. He seems very, very shy about saying his name. Mm-hmm. I was just waiting for you guys to stop. Oh, no. Oh, bring, we're never going to stop. Bring it right in. Never going to stop. Right get, get, get a little closer to the mic. Justin Price. Oh, Justin Price. The one, the only. The man, the myth, the legend. Well, you. <laughs> say my name. Say I, my name. I thought you were. I thought you were joking. 
Carl and Justin have had this little uh, thing going here for a I while I could have sworn his name was Jesse for fucking the last hour. <laughs> Sorry, God. It, it happens, you know. Thanks, thanks Sometimes so there's a confusion factor there. And over you and call, yeah, you call somebody the wrong name for the whole evening and then invite them to dinner. <laughs> there, is, there is something wrong with you. Me? Naturally. I can hear Carl just fine. Are you, are you thinking that? Find what... You find me. Can you hear me? Oh, not really. I can't hear Kinda you low. that great. How about, how about, oh, it's weird. Yeah. Hello. Hello. Oh, no. Did oh. we spill beer on the equipment? <laughs> the equipment's not working quite well. We did. We had a situation. So quite possibly Pre-show. the first beer spill ever on this table. Uh, Not the table, but on the new equipment. Yeah. Well, you know. Name the last time you saw someone spear, spill beer on this table. I can't. Hmm. Layer of the chill is the first. I spilled a lot of beer this evening. I apologize. Anyway. So, so all right. So, so down to... Uh, let's get down to brass tacks here. Brass tacks. So, Carl, you, sir, walked in this evening and said you have some notes. I have show so, notes. So, you have some idea about things that you have observed in the last couple of weeks that you think deserve well, and warrant a in little my bit of conversation. Little, in my little part of the world. Okay. So, let's start off. And it, it's it's a shameless, just a terribly shameless plug for one of our cast members here. Okay. Andrew, on the board, on the mic, live. Um, I'm not tracking. Uh, has a, a photo event. Oh, yes, that's next weekend, yeah. right? And we're fucking jammed. I'm fucking jammed about it. Oh, man. Are you coming? Dude, fuck yeah. Fuck yes. What are you talking about? For sure. Dude, Wyatt and I are coming. Yeah. He's just elevated to the best yeah. photo event. Yeah, I'm going to bring my dog. Bring my dog. I'm staying yes. for yeah. the next 10 days on your couch just so I can be Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, yeah. I got air mattresses and shit. Dude, yeah. I've told Larry about you don't understand the kind of culture that's going to be there. Oh. Larry calls me every day in class, and I'd relay that kind of information to him. I don't know if there's a back and forth between you two. No, I, I've heard about what a couple of weeks ago. I heard about it. But, I'm, I'm jacked. But my vegan feminist Nazi teachers will enjoy your presence so much. Do you, do you think they will like the dog? They'll just. So tell us a little bit about the venue. Uh, so I'll, I actually spent the whole morning there. Uh, we're cleaning up the shit. It's like right on Canal Street. Oh, Canal's the best. <laughs> I Canal, live right by there. Love Canal and Orange. Do you um, go to school in New York then? No, Canal. There's a because I remember like a little a fake Rolex on, on Canal, Canal Street. Yeah, yeah. It's like the same Canal. It's pretty much like that. No, yeah. but uh, similar. Okay, Daytona, so, yeah. New York. I mean, yeah. it's all fake. So this is in Daytona. I thought it was in New no, Smyrna. No, it's in New Smyrna. Smyrna. Okay, yeah. so it's Smyrna New Smyrna. Beach. It's on uh, Canal and Orange Street. I mean, which is like a like a Norman Rockwell painting. Pretty much, basically. it's like yeah. that, but photos. Not where you want to like have an art show really so yeah. the photos I'm scared to death that anyone from my class is going to find this the photos that are going to be displayed are these photos that we've had a sneak peek at honestly no no oh new that changed new really yeah, yeah. wait so it's not i will show i have them with me photos? i have you with me hold on 
Oh no, no, this is not. Oh, it's not all Andrew about just, fly fishing. Andrew just no, hauled ass. This he, is he chucked him down. This he hauled is basically ass. you do something other than fly fish. This is Andrew's no. No. like Andrew academic no. life. All right, everyone, please do me a favor and don't use specifics. We can all allude to it. Okay, but we can't talk specifics about what's happening. Okay, pass them around. Oh no, no, I've seen this. Okay. We did this. Oh yeah, yeah, we've yeah, seen. We this. love these. That's my photography school. Right, that's uh, uh, one of Andrew's classmates. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Nice. Right. Is it is what I'm seeing actually happening? I think I so. I mean, I could only assume so. And the awesome thing about that is that took three people to take that photo. Right. And the, so how, who decides who's the third person in that this room? This is the student. Oh, so, no, okay, so here's the thing. When I've seen those photos in the past, I thought that that was her work because that is it's her work but there needs to be a shooter but then so i i thought that she was remotely firing the camera so you're saying a third person had to be involved yes so are you the photographer if you set up the shot you set the everything about the camera the lighting and everything but someone else triggers the shutter you're still the photographer see in my world the person that triggers the shutter is the photographer. By technicality. This was actually a big debate of the photographer in Africa who put the camera out and the monkey grabbed it and took photos of himself. Okay. I don't know if it was a him, actually, the monkey. Mm-hmm. Right. But uh, yeah. the photo was not property too, bro. of the photographer. Me too. Oh, really? It was the property of the monkey. And That's so insane. The photographer couldn't claim royalties on that photo being shared. So did they have to pay a fucking monkey? <laughs> no, it just becomes like, you know, what open source, right? Yeah, Would that be yeah. the term? It's, open source? It, I right. think World Wildlife like Fund probably millennial. jumped on that and tried to <laughs> Wait, absorb the rights. By, that's insane. by World Wildlife Fund, are you talking about WWF, brother? Yeah, yeah, right. the, like Vince McMahon, that right. kind of shit. Yeah. So, Andrew, you're, you're in the middle of this class situation. Yep. This would fly as far as being plotted, quote unquote, their, her work. Oh, yeah. It's pretty much whoever comes up with the concept. Conceptual. I mean, in in the baseline for any. That's a art project. That's a pretty, that's a pretty basic concept right there. It's, yeah. And not that very. (laughs) I mean, (laughs) not highbrow at all. And I've explored the concept before from the. Like the other opposing end, yeah, the right. opposing end, and I mean, what, what was the Supreme Court ruling on? Like, it's you can't define it, but you know it when you see it. Yeah, and it's That's just a- odd to me that that would be the choice to say this is my craft. There's there's a little bit more. Well, for the listeners out there, no, no, we no, can't. No, we can't really go there. But no. just insert imaginary, right? Concepts there, <sighs> centered around. Mm, imagine art. a banana, right? Eating a banana, and someone else eating a banana. <laughs> the artist eating a banana, pretty much, a rotten banana. <laughs> <laughs> So, 
But right. I mean, so, so anyway, I mean, so like so this plotted. are you saying that this will not be on display at the event on Saturday? No, it kind of imploded on itself for no other reason but self confidence, I guess. Oh, so, so is this your self confidence? Oh, not mine. No, oh. no, no. I I've have noticed nothing. that you have an issue with that. <laughs> right. I have nothing to do with with that. those works. So, who's is this your like classes, your group, your people's work? Or is it people just and your, places? So how group. many how many photographers are going to be displaying their work? Eleven. Eleven. Okay. Yeah. So of the eleven, you're one. So yourself and ten others will be displaying your works. Yep. That, on April twenty eighth, which is next Saturday. Which for you, it's probably still next Saturday because we upload regularly. Right. Mm. It's going to be from five to That's nine tough. p.m. There's going to be free alcohol. Oh, upon oh. request, there'll probably be free whiskey. My dog nice. likes it. Um, my typical stuff from Instagram is going to be there. Uh, I'm pretty transparent. I don't, you know, post a month later. So what you see is what I'm doing currently. Right. It's going to be there at the show. Um, a lot of other stuff, like Justin, um, his wife is doing this like crazy awesome. It's like a giant ass picture made up of a bunch of other pictures dealing Wait, with like. Somebody married Justin. Is her name Jesse? <laughs> Whatever. No. Um, <laughs> anyway. Um, so, I mean, it'll be a good time. Uh, I'm going to get absolutely hammered afterwards. So. No. Uh, so, all right. So, I want, to, I want you to back afterwards. up. I just want you to back up just a little During bit. During and afterwards. So, Justin, your wife is also going to be participating in this show. Yep. Um, yeah. So, the photos that she is submitting or, or displaying at this show are very large format. Huge. Like, Huge. I had to drive out to Orlando, and then she had it printed out in Orlando, and we had to figure out how we were going to transport it. And uh, Wow. So... It's massive. Yeah. Like, I had to get two sheets of plywood in the bed of my truck and have it in between the boards of plywood and have it strapped down to keep it flat. Without, Hell, without yeah. giving, a, without giving away, like... The trade secret subject of her her photos is it like portrait landscape? It's kind of outdoorsy. Because like when I hear large scale, I start thinking like Clyde Butcher. Um, it's about that size. Oh, so it's and what what kind of camera was she was she shooting a large normal? It was multiple photos with one camera. It's, okay. Then, well, it's hard to even describe it as multiple photos. Well. <clears throat> Just, you got to be there to find out. Uh, I, I'm looking forward to it. it. It sounds, you know, pretty fucking crazy. There's a lot yeah. of photography in this one photo. Yeah. Okay. It's like a hundred photos in one. Oh, it's like all kind of like collaged or like whatever. Okay. Yeah. Gotcha. Oh, when you stand back and look at it, it looks like one. Oh. Uh, I gotcha. Okay. Gonna so like my, when gonna they made the mind. collage of Rick Santorum with gay porn, similar to that? Yes. I don't know what you're no talking idea. about, but little, I'm, I'm going to go with it. Yeah, I haven't go seen that it. one. I'm going to go with it. Google it. Yeah. not sure what website you're going to. I don't know if I want that on my yeah. phone. Let's, everybody, Anyways. Google. All right, so <laughs> um, that's next weekend. Yeah. Um, so I've been shooting for that all semester for the past three months pretty much, and that'll be like the final hoorah of my college experience. Thank God. Right. Um, and then it's off to the real world. So, 
It's kind of like mean, real that world. is it for you, Don? Pretty much. I mean, fuck school. I yeah, mean, I have you're not seven. Going back to it. No. Well, I mean, I'm doing photography, yeah, but um, it's uh, it's kind of like the it's the final event for that. So uh, if anyone's interested, I mean, get in contact with us. It'll be a good time. For anyone who's in like the New Smyrna Beach area, it's like literally 800 feet from New Smyrna Beach Outfitters. So it'll be good. Just it's down 1,600 feet. Yeah, from free my house. food, free alcohol. Yeah. What what is the event space? Is it is it just a vacant yeah. storefront so we, that you guys were so able to it's acquire? Cool. Or? We, um, so the class that's made from is called Museum Gallery Practices, and um, we have to come up with the idea for the show. All of our photography work goes into this show, and uh, we have to find the funds, the sponsors, the space, the pretty much everything that would normally go into a art show mm-hmm. by ourselves and not come out of our pocket to do so. Okay. So it's kind of cool in the way that um, it's all by us and it didn't come out of our pocket. So it's kind of like, you know, teaching us to figure out how you're, to, you're producing an art show. Exactly. So it's kind of cool, but there's too many people involved that it's like, you know, nothing ever gets done because there's just so many people. It's like Congress pretty much paralysis nice. due to analysis. Exactly. Right. Yeah, different so. age groups and different responsibilities. Right. And yeah. the maturity level is not sustained throughout. And you would think at four years in college that would do that to you, but it doesn't. So, well, you know, I've seen the, the video teaser. Yeah. Um, where, some of your that was the best of the best i certainly do like a teaser it, okay so was that that's a different show that you guys are talking no, that's about the in same that? show okay yeah so i did notice that it's like very very varied yep um age range of mm-hmm. folks that are participating yep. so mm-hmm. you know for what it's worth it's probably going to be a lot of different perspectives and subject matter i would imagine oh yeah oh yeah yeah i mean i'm i'm the uh redhead bastard stepchild in this whole group because the entire time it's like what do these colors mean and you know what does this you know garbage can have to attribute to you know social injustice and you know all this highbrow stuff that you know i have nothing to do with or any interest in doing so it's like for me it's gonna be fishing and hunting photos and which is awesome because i have a vegan teacher <laughs> yeah. So, and a few vegans do, man. Well, you know, I I think it's neat that you've got in that film that that you guys put out. There's a discussion by one of the people that talks about there's two different ways to view photography. Yeah. Looking out the window or looking inward to yourself. Yeah. And I never thought of it that way, and I was like. Well, that's kind of interesting, you know, but it also starts to become a little bit clouded in my mind of what's the purpose of photography. I always look at an image and does it, is it striking? Is it an image of something or some landscape that makes me go, wow. Yeah. Are there tids in it? Like the images that I could care less about what kind of artist statement you have or like artistic direction you're going with it. Right. If it doesn't hit you in the face, like, you know, Carl punching a hooker, it doesn't, I mean, there's no point, you know, it's like, I mean, like it's not going to stay with you. It's just going to go away. After something like that. I mean, what do you remember? (laughs) Nothing. Anyway, it's going to be a good time. It should be there. uh, If you can. 
Oh, yeah. So. What's next, Carl? Well, There's pizza over there, so nobody be shy no. to walk over. Well, we'll do like a Can break. Off we'll, yeah, we'll, maybe we'll, we'll like jump out and in. Yeah. But, uh. Just Carl's segment. Yeah, I have like a whole segment. Questions um, with Carl. Ben Pickett's big year. He's doing. Uh, well, that, very, third. very topical because. Right, right, because we've got our friend here from. The Drake Magazine. And the Drake Magazine is doing the big year. Right. And I think that's where, where it came from. So what's Ben doing? 30 species. He's about... He's like three or four or five. 40 shy of being close to the lead. Yeah, I and think... And about 70 species that that is winning this whole thing? I think it's... I think that's where they're 80. at right now. Are they 80. all the way up to 80? Okay. So, I think he set out for 30. That's awesome. Yeah, and he did a... He's a local guy. He went to the Keys for a trip. And he's been doing just Instagram, you know, thing. And uh, I he, think he did he four or five. His own hashtag Ben's big year. Yeah, Ben's big year. Because cool. fuck everybody else. Now, do you know? Yeah. Do you know this? The background of the big year. Do you know where this comes from? Not Carl? at all. Not at all. I thought it was cool when I saw it. You know? Yeah. I'm sure. So, uh, the big year was a very Wait. popular. Wait. It's a. It's the. Uh, intro. Yeah, it's the intro to um, NPR. You're interrupting the man. Continue. Go uh, ahead. That's no, great. Yeah. <laughs> I always need an interrupt. Go ahead. Uh, so the big year was a very popular birding book that came out about these three guys who were attempting to get the most species of birds in a year. Tom read it. It's a great book. They made a shitty film with it with Steve Martin. I think yeah. And like Jack Black maybe. Like right. Steve Martin. Um, so Tom took that and said, let's do that for fly fishing. Um, all species, whatever fly you need, whatever technique on the fly you need, post your photos to our website. Tim Cara doesn't count, please tell me. What was that? Tim Cara doesn't count, right? No. D- no is Tim Cara real? Is that a real? Is it? I... Only if you drop the R. Tim Cara. Tim Cara. Like a D. It's like a... I feel like it's a joke that's gone on for way too long. Oh, yeah. Is it real? Uh, thousands of years in Japan, the joke has been running. Yeah. They're funny, though. They'll, they do that. I could see them doing that. It's The punchline's going to drop at some point. At some point. But yeah, uh, go out, catch as many species as you can. I think this month it wraps up, and uh, yeah, it's the end of neck the and neck between Corey Wheeler and uh, Danny Scarborough. One's in Florida, where you have all these invasive... Exotic invasives. Yeah. You can call them exotic if you want. They yeah. are, but Dude, they're You invasive. could probably catch 20 different species in a day in South yeah. Florida. Yeah, and that's like the first days. But he also... I know um, Corey uses it as an excuse to travel around the country. Right. And just... That's what I was thinking. I yeah, mean, people are like on the... Don't be too serious yeah. about it, but that's awesome that your man caught yeah. 30. Yeah. I mean, I was well. Trying no, to no, tally he up. didn't. I don't think he finished thirty. I think he made it a year. So he made Ben's big year, right? And I, I'm, I'm not sure like when he started, uh, but he did four or five species in a weekend when mm-hmm. he went to the Keys, right? And I just thought it was kind of a cool thing. Well, yeah. there's for there, any for any fisherman. There's I mean, no it's doubt. Like, like, I, you know, I've got a friend, and uh, you 
One or? One. Okay. I have one friend. You like you back? That it's kind of <laughs> interesting that sometimes people do keep lists of how many different species they've caught, um, how many of one particular species they've caught. The subspecies of cutthroat, for example. Right. Sure. Um, you know, it's it's a big deal in the permit game. How many permits? someone has caught well, like there there's a definite dick measuring oh, going yeah. on with so-and-so has now caught 100 permit well i fly got, i don't have the boat yet some people still haven't caught the first permit no, on fly and never will the interesting thing to Mwah. me about the the big year is it takes people and opens the focus and set, you know, instead of like getting trapped in always fishing for redfish, right? I, I'm guilty of it. Bonefish, redfish. I get really you, comfortable you, yeah. in my zip code. Well, just let's call him Justin for now. Justin is a, you know, a guide in a very redfishy area, and people probably come and look for redfish here. That's the That's game. what they're they looking do. for. They do. So you know. Snook happened, trout happened. However, what you're doing... You've been pretty heavy on the snook game in the last week or two. Yeah, just, that's been my main focus. Are you right? sight fishing them? Like, to are they extent, laid yeah. up? Can't confirm or deny. Yeah. Well, so, I, I, mean, I saw... I came around the corner yesterday in a deep trough with a lot of current, and I thought it was a school of black drum at first when I saw them, and it was probably 75 snook. Oh, oh damn. nice! Very yeah, nice. so yeah. It was considering the so you're fishing, you... you're fishing really far south. No, is it yeah. north? <laughs> yeah. yes. So like the northern yes. middle end. Yeah, if you were to say middle end. numbers, yeah. like a like a like a numbers north south type number. Current. There was current. Um. Dun, dun. That's all dun, you dun, got. Dun, dun, dun. And yeah. so are your clients. When you start getting into the snook, are they upset that they're not getting reds? God, no, I would no. hope not. No, 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 no. I mean, you get some people that are really selective, but I'm going to go after what's going to be productive. Oh, yeah. And they understand you know, to that. An extent. And then if it works out quick on the like, snook in the morning, and then it's like, okay, we did that. Let's go for redfish. Let the sun come up a little bit because we haven't had tailing fish in, in a while. Forever. Yeah. So. Start trips later when the sun comes up, or if you have the opportunity for like snook or trout in the morning, you know, do that. Um, so in my kind of upbringing, uh, on the west coast, it was a good fishing day, was a kind of for, to us a slam, a, a trout, a snook, and a redfish. I think that really speaks to the, the you know, Ben's big year of targeting different species in different ways. That's exciting. You're, get them I mean, like, like you're saying, yeah, like you go yeah. after redfish over and over and over again. Yeah. I get excited to see tilapia in a pond by my house. Well, right. yeah, it could I you mean, shift, you, whatever. It, a I mean, shifting gears yeah. is still, I mean, if catch it's... Catching bluegill this big. Yeah. Like, and you're like, oh my God. Okay, so on. you're... Bizarre. So, all right, let's talk tilapia. Okay, so the tilapia game... I, we've They're got, spawning right we, now. We've yeah. got tilapia in the ponds here in the neighborhood. And I've caught 
probably four, maybe five. And my only tilapia game is put it in their nest, for lack of a different term. If you can get the shot there without them. Right, without them blowing out. But, you know, I've actually had them blow out. Come back. And I'll put it in the, the put the fly right like I I don't put it in the net. I'll put it on the like rim, and they come back. And it's like this fucking no, 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 no. insane like waiting game. It's like you make the cast. I did that the other day, and you just and leave I it there. Wasn't patient enough. And you're sitting there, yeah. and you're sitting there, and you're sitting there, and the fucker comes back, and they come in the hole, and they circle around, and it's just like there's like this magnetism of your fly that they just can't fucking stand that it's in there and they come over and they pick it up to move it and then it's like fucking jack them and I don't know any other so I just wasn't patient enough with it when I was shooting for them the other day okay so that's the tilapia game that I know because they don't eat anything they're just but I saw some outside of the bed they're just cleaning house they were nosing down down the bottom okay like a bluegill when it's on it's red I guess. I had 24 bluegills. I don't know that I've ever seen. But tilapia like, don't you, eat meat, right? Like, bluegill will eat a bait fish pattern, right? Right. But I right. know that when I've fished bluegills on their reds, they will often, if I just leave the fly there and put it there, they'll pick up my little spider pattern that sinks yeah. and move it two feet away and drop it. Well, if that's at, the hook. at that point, right. cacao. Yeah. yeah. Got to get them. Got to be quick. Oh, he, <laughs> let me tell Pick you, it up. Elliot, Pick it up. Elliot, Elliot and cacao. Yeah. Very quick. Larry Cacao. Quicker he, quicker than... He's got that part down. Quicker he, than me in, in Elliot South Carolina? Fed, Elliot or fed not. three redfish and, today. And, which quicker is impressive. Shit. And just as soon as he fed them, he took that shit away. Yeah. He just couldn't let them have yeah. it. Could. <laughs> no, <laughs> he, he, yeah, no, no. Uh, sticking, he did baby. not trout. He did not trout set. He just applied a build dance method mm-hmm. to strip setting. I was gonna say Bassmaster's classic, and it was it was probably. You gotta wait a minute. You gotta keep stripping like you're trying to feed that fish a little more until you feel that resistance and him turn and. Have you and heard then, that before? And then Mike, I can <laughs> have you heard that baby. before. Larry might have said that <laughs> yeah. a couple times on yeah. the boat. You know, yeah. I, I'm I'm kind of getting past this whole. Do you feel thing like Larry? Where, like, where I don't even really need hooks anymore. No, you know, I just want to feed the fish and just like look see at that. Him. He's the rubber he got the best hook. part of it. That's enough. For uh, me and that's what him. I told him. I, I mean, we literally were on the water 20 minutes. We're shooting the shit, and this fucking redfish comes out of nowhere. And I'm like, oh, redfish right there. He makes a cast. wasn't the wasn't the right cast. Fish turns, puts the second cast down. Strip, strip. Fish turns, eats the shit out of it. We don't hook up. No big deal. I told him immediately. I was like, bro, you you fed one. Like, we're on the board. Right. You, you, didn't, you didn't put it in the boat. You, didn't give, it a, off, you didn't give it a skiff ride. And that, but that, you just fed the fish. Like, this is like we're in a fucking bonus round now. And at that point, I took out my Tenkara rod and just um, <laughs> a 30-footer, three-piece. Dude, I, I can't tell you how many times last weekend I was wishing I had a rocket fishing rod. Like, that shit would have been money. You ever had that situation? You're just so tied up in the shit that you need a rocket fishing rod? You talking, or am I the only one? You talking the... the As seen on TV? Yeah. 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 Where they, they launch it? Yeah. Oh, like yeah. You can't get a back cast? 
Right. Can't even do a bow and arrow cast. My, you need a my old man, when he was practicing law, represented some guys Isn't who sold the, the idea for that. Really? Yeah, and uh, mm, they got the sued <laughs> because their technology didn't work. They sold it to some big bass company. No way. Yeah. But I guess it's back. They've got the technology. I need it. I need it. Anyway. So, Mosquito Lagoon, how many different species could we catch in our big year if we were limited to Mosquito Lagoon? Tarpon. 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 One. Redfish. Snook. Trout. Trout. Black drum. Five. Mangrove snappers. Mangroves. Um, Jacks. Flounder. Seven, jacks, jacks up by the inlet. Ladyfish, bluefish, Lady fish, bluefish for sure. Um, flounder. Yeah. Triple tail. Yeah. No, Eleven. There's none. There's. Well, I, I saw tail. some with cobia. Um, cobia. <laughs> I've never seen a, you, sharks. You could get uh, bonnetheads. Bonnet yeah. well, like I saw black tip with you Daniel. Get, you could get lemons. Yeah. Dolphin. I saw a black tip with Daniel. Horseshoe crabs. Manatee. Um, I've actually caught uh, mud minnows on fly. Really? Like big ones. Chunkers. Like big enough to lay across my hand. So what are we up to? Like a dozen now? Solid dozen. I'm sure we're missing a few. Uh, gaff top. Yeah. Uh, catfish. Oh. Ga- oh, sail yeah. you know, sail yeah. cats. Sail cats. I, you know, where do you catch cell cats on fly? Because I can tell you where I catch them. When I'm tarpon fishing the basin. Fucking yeah. everywhere. <laughs> like, I am tarpon fishing the fucking basin, like, in August, you know. Intermediate, sink tip, whatever. And you're like, strip, 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 bam. And you're like, fucking jack that fish. Fuck this dude. I'm going to get a text message in a minute. <laughs> and there it is. <laughs> fucking catfish. Um. What else? What? Else? There's got to be other stuff Dirt that we're cats. missing. That we're Dirt missing. Dirt cats. Okay, so mullet. We were seeing mullet everywhere, and we were talking about Pompano. would they ever eat? Pompano, maybe. There you go. Would mullet ever eat a fly? Yeah. There's people I don't that think train they, them. I don't think they intentionally eat it. Or do you think the line is like coming? Yeah, through I just think it's like one of those deals. Like black drum deal. Sometimes. Have you heard yeah. about the training thing? Is that fake? Where people like, you know, they live on the water in a canal, whatever, and they like bread ball them or whatever, and then they tie a bread ball fly and catch mullet. I've seen that. I've heard that. Person. Like, is that, is that fake? Is that weird? Like an internet no, shit? Real. That's real. Works with carp. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So you like, so you, like, like you can actually condition yeah. mullet like, like hang out and eat bread. I think it's got to be like back in the cut. Because I honestly think, around. going back to the tilapia if you went out and consistently threw bread to the tilapia they would learn to eat the bread and you could get them to eat like you know a spun deer hair that looks like a bread ball kind of yeah. fly because yeah. you can do you can certainly do that with grass carp no Is doubt about something it something like north georgia or these places where they're they're not natural fish right are they feeding those fish those fish are getting fat and then they're going back and fly fishing for them in these streams Oh, you're talking about trout. Yeah, like trout, brown trout, rainbows. Yeah, you can throw a pellet fly at them. These guys are feeding so them. I mean, they're, resi- they're like, resident fish. And you're talking the, the, the soqui up yeah. in oh, North Georgia. The soqui. Yeah. The soqui. Yeah. yeah. They're pellet head fish. Okay. They eat pellets. There's a pellet hatch at 11 o'clock every day. Don't you call me that. 
They're I mean, impressive looking fish though, still. But yeah, it's true on the Chacoa on a bunch of tailwaters in yeah. Colorado where it's private water, where they have their pellet machines to keep those fish there. And when they go off at eleven o'clock, say the the guides will bring their clients up on their private water. It's like deer hunting. Yeah, or bear baiting. Yeah, we don't do a whole lot of that here. So, okay, so in those situations where they have the pellet feeders, what fly are they actually throwing? They're dumb fish, so you can throw anything. But if you do throw a pellet fly into that, Cause you, you, you will catch a fish. However, if you go to one of those stalker areas and just toss out a handful of pellets and then put a pellet fly in there, those fish most likely won't eat it. Because they're There's conditioned. so many pellets. They know which is they, a real pellet. Well, really? No, it's not that. It's that they're conditioned that at 11 o'clock from this feeder, it's going to oh. come out. And so they they do get trained, kind of over-trained. Gotcha. Because okay. I'm just thinking, you know, no different than if Justin was training, <laughs> training the local mullet that they needed to eat the bread fly or whatever. Or that one redfish sits on the same point every day at the same time. Right. <laughs> the Taylor Park redfish. And I was a client that right. came down. That's our fish. He, he and never, I saw, he never and eats, I, but he and gets I, a shot for I a saw client. him tie on a, a pellet fly. Like, the question is, am I so inexperienced that I don't recognize that a pellet fly is being employed? Or... Do I get deeply offended that he's tying on a pellet fly? Like, I at least want like you know like a girdle bug or something. I think there is some offense, but I also think you got to take into account the number of Texans that go up to Colorado for a day of guiding that go, don't give a shit how they catch. Well, they you just, know what they say. They about, just want the picture. You know what for they what? say about Texas for Instagram. Is yeah. this a, it's an Instagram. Yeah, fishery. I want to segue that into Rip Instagram. Hmm? Are we an Instagram fishery? Do you think? Yes. No. Oh, you think so? No. Think, yes. No. Yes. This beat ass place. Yeah. I don't know, man. It's what, a- the name of your girl that was on Instagram has a hundred thousand followers. She's going out there for Instagram likes. Oh. I don't this, is this what we're doing? What? What's that? Are, is Mosquito Lagoon? Is this? Is this an Instagram? I think Everybody I wouldn't else. even put it that way. I think it's just no. more. I think it, in a whole, the it's whole low thing, key. everything's trendy yeah. with the fishing industry. That we're kind of low key right now, though. I mean, like the Keys and even the Panhandle, or like you know, kind of bigger areas. Well, I mean, Stewart, the big snook people from February Stewart. to like I mean, we're September. But are you se- September to February? But like, Louisiana. I mean, so we're fucking. You'd be kidding yourself though yeah. if people buying your guided trips there, Justin. Weren't Fixing doing their boats it with if they weren't doing it at least in part so they can get that photo that they can post on their social media and get those likes and get that satisfaction from. I don't it. think and it's that's, so that's much. just Justin inherent kick, Justin within the fly the fishing. Industry I don't think that's a case. conscious decision though. I, I I don't know if it's conscious, but it's definitely there. If they caught a fish with Justin or they caught a fish on their own, they would have done the same thing. Exactly. Yeah. And so it's fishing. It's yeah. Not, yeah. Yeah. But I think it's like. Holy shit, that's badass! I want to go do that. Not necessarily. I want to go do that to get the Instagram likes. Yeah, I, I but think. Our uh, but I'm sure that. But even yeah. if it's just twenty percent, oh, I'm which sure I there is some people out there. There's that a do big that. trend factor in it. Yeah, yeah. Sure. But our area, I don't think I feel like this area isn't mega mega trendy at the moment. What? Well, just but, because by like there's definite. a younger a lot of the younger 
kids coming up into it. They're yeah, doing pretty fly good. rods. They may not have the fundamentals down with yeah. it, but they're doing it. And why do you? Why think do you doing yeah, it? that's why I was like, why do you think that trendy. is? I think it's just trendy. It's a trendy deal. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, but there's like there's areas, right? I mean, I remember Tampa Bay being just crazy. Um, uh, Charlotte Harbor being crazy, the Panhandle being crazy for fly fishing or other. And like the a lot of these younger kids aren't going to go into like the the books of Lefty Cray and people like that, and like really study stuff no. and like understand like the whole. Well, I mean, I'm fly fishing. I'm kind they of a scumbag too. They want to make the cast and want to hook the fish, and then right. that's it. Yeah, I suck too. Though. Moving on, right? Even if the cast looks like crap, doesn't matter, yeah, right? Granted, matter. right? So. What what is your opinion? Because you work out here, not every day, but damn near every day. Pretty much the decline of the fishery. I mean, I hear a lot of people talking about how the you know the the fishery out here is is sliding a, a bit, and there's certainly a lot of adverse conditions when it comes to water clarity and those things but are you seeing a decline in the number of opportunities to cast at fish are you seeing less fish well let's speak on real quick okay the fact that you and i mm-hmm. kind of normal weekend guys you know avid weekend warrior yeah, yeah. avid but i was gonna kind of lead with some right. of that that our fishery is going to be impacted fantastically where Justin's, as a guide, it would probably empower Justin and Willie and Jesse and these guys that kind of know where the fish are moving, know where the kind of clear water is, and, and know... Being out there a lot The helps. issues, yeah. So I mean, for you, that you may not be right. out for a number of days, and you're like, okay, I'm going to oh, go off yeah. where I was last week. That may not work for you. Well, you got problems. Or, or even us, even patterns we had... A year ago, or completely see, different. They can move with the decline of the actual fishery. They can move a little bit better within that decline, where there uh, might that, be still an overall decline. Though. Understood. Right. You're out there right. more often than I am, but even because you're out there more often. But there's less. There's, that's, and there's more people chasing less fish. There you go. So Boom. Elliot and I were talking today on the skiff, and I had said to him that there's no doubt about it in my mind, and I'm no fucking authority. It's just my opinion. Trail is an authority. The fishery is in a, a bit of a decline, and there's things that could be done that would possibly improve it. But what I find sad, as somebody that loves a lagoon, I've, I've, hell, I've bought a place over here so that I'm closer to it been here over a decade because I love it but there's some people whether it's a form of denial or what it is I couldn't say that won't admit that we do have some problems out here and maybe it's time for some kind of change don't know what that is you know we need to get stakeholders involved it's just odd to There's me. There's a lot of people that are afraid to speak up about it because it, it's their business. But, sure. And, but. The, and, and I said that, Elliot. I said, I think that the core problem is they don't want to say it out loud for fear of 
somebody that was considering going to go fish the Mosquito Lagoon for that tailing redfish, which is what we're known for, here's the guy that they were thinking about booking saying, well, it's not as good as it has been in the last five years. It's kind of, but at the same time, you can say that and still say, but don't worry. I'm out here on a daily basis. Yeah, there's less fish or, or, or the conditions aren't ideal as compared to 10 years ago or five years ago, but I'm still out here enough. You're still going to have a great experience. However, we're well, not going to keep fucking fish. We're going to release every right. fish that we catch. But there, there's a certain number of guides that just will will be like, oh, no, man, it's better than it's ever been. It's well, like, no, you're fucking high, man. Well, that's talking from somebody that, the, a fly fisherman or a spin guide. You know, and honestly, in my opinion, the fly guides are, we're going to be here, I think, longer. Okay. Because the spin guys can't produce the numbers, numbers fast enough for their guide, for their clients. Okay. Like we can cover enough water on the on the polling platform, right, to get enough shots for the day for the clients. And at the end of the day, the fly clients are coming for the experience, whether it's catching fish, learning, or just the whole area. Right. Just being immersed in teaching them how what to cast, we have out fiction, here. You know, right. It's the experience of the whole thing. I mean. So you think it's a mindset? between the different type of anglers that might be coming to visit Mosquito Lagoon. And, the ones that come here to spin providing, fish, those right. are the ones that are going to die off. They're going to stop. They're going to go away. They're not going to be here. So I think, you know, us as you know, fly guides, we're going to last. Okay. The, the guys that, you know, come on his boat. That's I mean, my opinion like, with it. I, 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 tend, agree, I tend sense, to agree right? with you. Yeah. Because the expectation is different. Like, I've fished guys out here from New Mexico, Colorado, New York, all over the place that come down and fish with me. And there's a well-founded expectation before we ever go out that this isn't a high numbers place. This is a challenging place. It can be some days, you know that. Oh yeah. 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 I think oh, it's the, known I think it's known overall. You know, a little it, bit more challenging when than like October and yeah, Louisiana. but there's still days we go out here and have double digit days. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah oh, there yeah. there oh, are those sure. days that yeah, happen. No question, but any but day you can come out here and catch one successfully is a it. is a damn good day. Yeah. And when you catch two or three or five, you're in the bonus round. Yeah. And if you catch eleven or twelve, there's right. some fucking high fiving going on, oh, yeah. especially if you can add different species along with it. Yeah. Absolutely, oh, yeah. yeah, absolutely. So let's talk about quickly. quickly. Um, or not so quickly. Uh, Carl, slow him down. No, here we go. Um, what you think an angler, a person, a resident can do to improve said fishery, area, environment, estuary. On a personal level. Well, personal level... Um, even people that are, you know, say, like Larry lives out in and lives, you know, full time out in Castleberry. What? How far is that? Forty minutes. Forty minutes away from here. Has a home out here during the week. Working guy out there making money. Who does he give money to? Who does he? Who does he talk to? Who does he call? 
what does he like fucks with to improve this area? That, like the I don't think anything's put into place yet. So like that's gonna like you know every you know, Florida's yeah. dealing with a lot of issues. Oh yeah, and South so, Florida's taking presidency over. Oh yeah, so you and got why the, is that? The big sugar, why, shit why is it the, the sugar Everglades? Yeah, bullshit. And, which, right? They need that. They need that attention. You know, because right. that's a great place too. Our fishery, I don't know. I, I think we're kind of like the forgotten, we're forgotten. We're the forgotten few. It's just redfish. You so know? there was a dude that I saw. Another one of my like show notes. There's a dude that lives here a part of the time. Okay. From here. Uh-huh. Uh, but he is a captain in South Florida. Uh, like a big boat, you know, boat, boat captain. Uh, and he came back up with the skiff or whatever, and he said, you know what? Let's... He put a Facebook post out or whatever and said, let's go do a little... Trash cleanup. Yeah, trash cleanup. Like, like, like hey, pals, buddies people that he knows whatever let's go out and pick up some fucking plastic bags or whatever it is and it's like you know what i i respected the shit out of it because it's like you know you're not giving your money to weird like captains for clean water or you know not to like you don't want to particular you don't want to go to a gala i don't want to go to a big event i'm thinking if he really wants to see difference he is on his boat doing. Stop talking something. about it and start doing it. Right. There you so go. This guy's on his boat doing something, and he invited his friends to do it. And I was like, "That's kind of cool." Then you made, made like a little there, Facebook event or will whatever. Will there be any like embossed Yeti cups available if I, I participate? Don't think there's any kind of in, uh, embossed or embroidered things. Do I have to pay to participate? It was free. Oh, okay. Yeah, it was an open invite. Okay. To his like bud buds. On the internet, dig it. Yeah, I think I was just at his house a few minutes ago. Well, does he have a? <laughs> da, yeah, yeah, potentially. Oh, all right. Potential. The potential's there. Here, here's a question: How much money is in this area? Because I know, like, BTT was started at Ocean Reef, which Club. is Bonefish Tarpon Trust. Yes, right. Uh, which is started- rich dudes. Going after, like trophy fish. Right, right. right. Um, and they are very connected to a lot of people with a lot of money, and over the last twenty years have raised a ton of money for research and awareness for the issue that's going down on down in Southern Florida in the right. Keys. Is there an equivalent of that here? There's and money here, but the uh, problem is there's people that live on the water and have the money. They have docks. They don't have boats, and they don't fish this water like we do. No. They don't have the knowledge of it. They have the money. They could probably help us and out, the, but they don't, they don't realize of, what's in their backyard. They yeah. don't. They aren't. And their grass the is really green. Yeah. Yeah. They They're, don't you know, the recreational yes. fishery really green. is what. And that's a good, good, good you. insight. Is that some of them still think that in this area, it's not the kind of polling skiff fly pole. I, I call them poles. Um, like seeing what's going on, it's even if they do live in the water, there's like this kind of a rednecky like go get redfish and bring them home and cook them. Yeah, but what are their property values going to be worth if the water quality is right? I don't think that are looking that far right. out. I mean, 
Well, it's, that's the problem I, with I a lot like of people. Like you wait until right. it's completely right. diminished right. before you're like, hey, I, I don't think it's a uh, mindset a necessarily. Like, I don't think the people like mean any kind of harm. They no, just no. don't know better. It's yeah, it's like an, it's an education like a, type of thing. And I feel like it's an older kind of mindset for this area. Yeah. Um, oh yeah, a hundred percent. And I also wanted to mention because we're we're talking about this area and and and. and this dude that I saw on a social media kind of just doing a trash cleanup because he was here for the weekend and he felt like doing it. However, I saw um, Jay Johnson yeah, and those guys. They do like fly fishing trips and go out in some van and just go in d- different waters and whatever. And they'll do a down and dirty like day where they go and kind of get people from the local fly shop and just rip tires and garbage and plastic and shit out of some creek. Yeah. Or what, you know, it's, it's where and I, there is a lot of that shit. Yeah. And the keys to do right now. Yeah. And, and that is awesome. As I well think as it's here. really, really good. Well, yeah, but I mean, after the hurricane aftermath, I mean, yeah. there's so much shit floating in those canals yeah. right now. I, I kind of commend other fisheries, the, rivers, creeks, lakes, you know, out yeah. of the rest of the country, like kind of almost not Florida, out the rest yeah. of it, that they're going out there, they're they're pulling the fucking shopping carts yeah. out of the water and they're and they're and actually it, out there doing the it. Physical they're not thing. talking about it. Yeah. They're not raising money to do and it. And you know what? It. You're not gonna you, you might not improve water quality, you know, from some mine or some But sugar you're not you're not hurting it like by that. doing it. No, but you're going out. You're not giving your money some bullshit where nothing's going to happen. Yeah. You're going in your boat or your car or your truck or, you know, walking or whatever, pulling the shit out of there yeah. and getting rid of it yourself. And, and I think that's real commendable. And I think we could take notes from dudes from Colorado, from... Oh, there's a there's a, the fly fishing there's a there's a wholesale lack of camaraderie yeah. Yeah. and cohesiveness amongst the lagoon guides. Right. Too many egos. Well, you want the fish. instead of coming together as a whole. Yeah, yeah, I agree. But then you have your niche of fly fishing guides that are. Yeah, we're all on the same page. Well, and sure. Some, and no, I'm not knocking any yeah, of the, yeah. the strictly spin guides. I, I would mean, say, right. a, I would some say, some of those guys yeah. are good guys that work with them. Great, you know. What yeah. I mean? but there's a number of them that are, you know. I would say that like, are delusional and want to deny that there's a problem. But I can, I can honestly tell you, I would say some out, real tactile spin, like sight. I would a say very sight small fishing. percentage. Yeah, very of guys small, that but are still keeping fish. Yeah. Really? Oh yeah. Guaranteed. I know it. Let's go mob. Let's go mob on them. You know. Yeah, I'll be honest with you. Fun. I've been up at JB's recently on the weekend, and there's still the parade of nets. That I'm goes sure. No. I'm sure. But like on this side of the river, right. it's it's chilled out. There's a few. That's good. But yeah, definitely. Yeah. Because normally you'd pull up at the dock, or load up, and you'd see it. You know, people like just going table, at it. it you, it's just yeah. very rare. Yeah. I mean, I don't see it anymore. Which for our fishery here, in particular, for like listeners, is like. A fucking huge no-no. I mean, limited amount of fish. So our redfish and probably our trout, maybe snook, live are born, live and die here. Right. So it's like so, essentially a lake. So BTT, 
I know over the years has like ascribed a value to like what's a bonefish worth to the economy right what's a what's a tarpon worth to the economy um I've never heard anybody say a redfish is worth X, no, Y, or they, Z they work to out the They work out an amount for the, in, the seagrass, like what the square footage of seagrass is worth. I can't remember the number, but... Right. What's, what's left of it? Well, I mean, that was before. Right. Yeah, I mean... And I think the problem here is that one thing BTT has done really well is put a shit ton of money into research so that they have all these numbers and then can present them to policymakers and change policy that's going to have an everlasting effect. Whereas you're saying that there is no cohesive group here. And I think part of that is because there are no numbers to what water quality and all of those things and habitat loss and degradation has been over the last 20 years as fish numbers have declined. So it's very hard to change policy with just hearsay from what guides are seeing uh, yes. Without those hard numbers, because whether we and that's like it or not, of the can we classify that though? as like big end? Like I feel like that's big end. And that's a, like but that's, that's like an unfortunate reality. It right. is an unfortunate. I'm very happy like, that your friend is going out and cleaning garbage. But what effect is that going to have 20 years down the road? If that can no, if that can encourage the people that were on that boat to yeah. go and then help change the policy there's yeah that is where very long lasting changes that's happen. a very important point i feel like i'm speaking theoretically oh no here, no, 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 no 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 i don't want to speak like no, no. i know what i'm talking but this about, is but this I, I feel like this ecosystem this area is just like a river just like the everglade just like uh you know whatever uh captains for clean water is like doing um I feel like it's a very, it's an easier, more direct route to get your buds together, go out, clean up garbage, do what you got to do personally. There are, and another point with my show notes are, um, there are local to us, you know, here at the show, there's a couple, uh, I guess, organizations that work on the lagoon there are people working on it uh i'm actually very 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 like today as of maybe an hour before i got here i drove by um oh goodness the marine discovery center yeah but the actual marine discovery center like back behind mercs Mm -hmm. out on the causeway okay it looks like a school it's the old New Smyrna High School. Yeah. Yeah. Fantastic. Mm-hmm. Fantastic like place. Well, I talked to them. I called this week. Uh, maybe two weeks ago. I called. And long story. I'm originally from the Tampa Bay area. And my brother and I have always had, you know, running boats, young guys. There's always been, you know, issues. There's always been, you know, garbage in the water. There's always been, you know, you've always wanted to do, to do good. So I, I have in the past called and 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 Is kind of looked into things, and it's never been great. Uh, like, hey, I've got a running new, I don't know, skiff or whatever it is. 
a couple guys that want to go out. What's up? And they're looking for sponsorship. They're looking for whatever boat yard or whatever I'm doing to give them money to go out and uh, do a program or, you know, something. So I called the Marine Discovery Center here in town and they're like, yeah, man, show up. And I'm like, excuse me? And I'm like, yes, first Wednesday of every month, this, you know, kind of organization or whatever, show up. We've got a program going. And we're going to, you know, we'll kind of school you on what we're doing and, and, you know, where you can be and what you can do. If you want to go out and actually clean up garbage, if you want to cut down invasive species of trees, if, if you want to plant mangroves, if you want to, you know, whatever, we've, we'll get you all set up and we'll go. I'm like, shit, are you serious? All right. Well, I'll see you. Are you? Uh, oh, yeah. I'm going. I, I, next Wednesday? I missed their their Wednesday. Yeah, but yeah. so like next Wednesday, fucking I'll be over poser. there. Wait if stay oh, yeah. committed, Carl. Yeah. Well, you know. One, I called, I called one on, fucking week and yeah, you can't I even stay on, committed. I called on Thursday. Oh. Yeah. Well. So fuck them. But, um, <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, I'm, I'm actually really impressed with there. there is a system in place here locally that's that's doing things and i feel like there's a lot of systems like that yeah that place isn't like but we you know, can't just rely on systems no they lack a lot of funding because it's all government oh yeah funding for them too it's oh all yeah for sure in there and, yeah and i feel well, like that's then my that's, way to do it right if yeah. they're lacking volunteers right then that's your in right yeah isn't that oh yeah your chance to oh yeah so i'm gonna them? go and like you know and just i want to backtrack and yeah. say that i didn't know this was here yeah i was just Speaking out my yeah, ass. Yeah, 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 yeah. But this, I honestly didn't know it was that big when I drove by today. I was like, oh, that's a place that I called cool. Mm-hmm. Like, they've got something going on. But, this is going to be But great. to speak to what you're talking yeah. about, Elliot, they're not really pushing towards policy changes. No. Uh, but they are very policy. effective. Not, yeah. You they fix are the very effective. first before right. you can fix. Like, we're losing a lot of seagrass. You can't go out there and, Fast. and, and plant new seagrass without fixing the problem first. Right. right. And that's where we're at. But I'm, I'm, I'm 100% down with the Discovery Center, you know, empowering people to get out and make the quote-unquote neighborhood better. It's hey. like that education. Yeah, some people get, get it on a skiff. Some people get it at a learning center. There right you now. go. Very, very true. Like I've got my education on the skiff. Like I'm, I'm good. From your I've garage. seen, well, my yep, yeah, fuck you. <laughs> but the, you know, my education. No, I don't like looking across this table at Justin right now. <laughs> fuck you. <laughs> With that, let's do this. Yeah, out. let's let's break. do a break. Yeah. I'm gonna this is fight the Justin. Segment I gotta, we've ever done. I gotta fight Justin outside real quick. All right, son of a bitch on the water every day, letting me <laughs> grind a fiberglass. All right. Oh, I'll All see right. you. Hey, I'll see you in the Easy back of the shop, break. Justin, you son of a bitch. Let's go to break. <laughs> Let's go.
you know what's going on here. Are we partying? We're I'm ready partying. for a nap, man. What? Right? Some pizza. Some Am I wings. up? Am I even on? Am you, I on? Oh, you're on. You're watching in charge. God, turn me up. No. God, dude. That was the longest segment we've ever done. What do you mean? That was Carl's longest segment. Yeah, that was, we've ever done. That was Carl's. Carl, live. Live. Communicating Live. with Carl. Carl, why did you just turn my headset so loud? Well, I don't want you to hear me. Turn that back down. He's Jesus. being kind of a dick tonight. Who, me? Yes. I'm, I'm edgy. Why? You're not drinking the bluegills. No. Not apparently, me. Not me, not me, apparently not me. Carl had a <laughs> not me, not monumental me. hangover. I like how Carl time. waits till we start. Not me. That's somebody else's. I've done two headphones. I'm trying to turn my head. Bring the beat back. The You're about to get voted off the island. I'm, uh, technic, uh, technically, I'm, I'm out of... Carl is channel four. Do you need it turned up, Carl? No, I think that's his. No, you're channel, channel four, four, channel four, channel four, channel four. Nothing. I can't even hear myself. Uh, what's rough. happened? Just talk with the normal inside uh, voice. I'm gonna, oh. That's not an inside voice. We've got things going on here. Stuff and things. There we go. Oh, I missed myself. I'm back. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Jesus. I'm back. Carl's back. <laughs> I'm back. So, Carl. Yes. Carl. This Come afternoon, you, you wrapped up your daily routine at the uh, Skiff Outfitters shop. Skiff Outfitters. You uh, heard that we had uh, uh, National Public Radio celebrity joining us so you went home and you showered i did i did a shave and a shower wash my balls Uh, so you were like full (laughs) ready for this and so you you are on let's be let's be honest i thought i was a provokey so you're on us1 heading southbound heading for the taylor park thinking i was gonna see behold and lo and behold you see what looks like a skiff levitating Well, I thought I thought it was for a minute, you know. You've got to realize where we are, right? I thought it was maybe some kind of John boat up the road. Yeah, but I didn't see it like a truck, like a like a truck cab or a SUV kind of standing in front of it. Right. I just saw kind of a just a boat, just a boat. Floating down US one. I got closer and closer. And as it turns out What did you what did your research find out? Well Stop fucking with it. You sound I good. keep you keep you don't need to listen to yourself. I wanna hear myself. That's the best part. <laughs> That's all I do this for is listen to my own voice. So I see, I, I come up, behind, I can't hear myself at all, but anyway. as I come up behind the boat, I don't see a thing. I don't see a thing. I feel like maybe somebody's on a bicycle. Maybe a tweaker. Towing a boat. <laughs> I mean, a tweaker in full rip. Towing a boat down the road on a bicycle. It's possible. It's Oak Hill. It's Oak Hill, Florida. It's possible. Tell me, you believe in your heart of hearts that in Oak Hill, Florida, there's a tweaker it. just 
towing a boat down the road. Would that be with like a three-wheeled bicycle? Yeah, yeah, three-wheeler. Because it's stolen yeah. from an old person. Yeah. You know. At what point did you realize that was not conclusive? Well, I realized it was Larry's boat. What so, defining feature? So you're immediately grabbing your phone to, to call me, to right. alert me to right. the Who stolen the boat situation. On right. hand? And I'm thinking, I got him. I got this tweaker stealing Larry's boat. Maybe if you put those headphones on properly. I don't know. So, as it turns out, I do see a little bit of a roof line. It's too low. Way below the casting platform. I'm thinking, well, that's not Larry's boat. Because Larry's got a pickup. I'd be able to see the pickup from behind the boat. (laughs) There's like some piece of shit station wagon towing this thing or something. What's going... What the fuck's going on here? I get up closer. Here we go. It's a... What I believe... I think it's a Mercury something or other. But it's a... Like a it's LTD. A it's a Clyde. And what exactly? Clyde is a... 1974 Mercury Marquis Braun with a 460 cubic inch engine weighing in at 5,200 pounds. Holy well, I think shit. in the real world, that's a Ford LTD with a 460. Two dough. Two dough. Two dough. And we call it in the South a Brome. Brome. Which is the nice interior package? Is that what? Okay, is that what that is? Yeah, the brome. Yeah, brome. And you get the and you get the uh the rag. You get the not not a convertible. It's the, the vinyl top. But the rag, yeah, the vinyl top, the rag top. Yeah, yeah, the rag. There's not much of that left though, is there? On no, not a whole hell of a lot. Not. It's like alligator scales. But yeah. I pulled up and I'm thinking, well, I, that's Larry's boat for sure, and. Son of a bitch, that's that car. I've seen that fucking car before. Uh, I kind of knew by the smell. I'm like, man, that that car is legitimate. It looks like shit. Burning about a quart every 12 gallons of fuel. Yeah, quarter oil every 12 gallons of fuel. So that's like way more than any two cycle. <laughs> way more. She's running a little rich. To get a little blow by, and uh, and I was thinking, I better start taking photos. So you had your handy dandy well, Hero GoPro. Four GoPro, yeah, that you just well, keep on standby. Yeah, I got a fancy well, GoPro and the handle to go for it. Were yeah, you, yeah the, gra- the the floatable handle. There. Were you able to deploy that immediately, or was- uh, not immediately? Because I realized that I had put it in some gas station fried chicken. Uh, uh, dipping sauce. Or well, something? it was the dipping sauce. It was a, it was a honey mustard. Dion's. It was a honey mustard. So I picked her up and she was soaked down with honey mustard. So I kind of did what I had to do as far as that's concerned. Be honest. And Be honest. Did you grab a napkin and wipe it off, or did you just lick it? I didn't it? have any. Did you just lick it? No, it was too old. I <laughs> I hadn't had honey mustard in days. Man, the crusty. I wiped that all over the seat. So, <laughs> so, at this point, were, not you, my pa- seat. were you not, panicking at this point? No. No, I was getting there. A calm. Yeah, it was a calm collective. Pain. Yeah. Was a, I haven't hurt myself in a while. i got to play with this thing here. 
Stop fucking doing it. What? Hello. You're going to fuck up some well, audio I'm stuff. I'm not going to play with the wires anymore. Don't. Just accept it. I'm just going to accept that I'm just talking into like the dark ethos here. I'm this Keep one. Talking. I'm this one. I'm Carl. I'm Carl. I'm Carl. I'm this double weird one. I like to party. That's me. No, that's no, me. Carl's channel four. Oh, I'm the last one. Son of a bitch. I'm, I'm back. Uh, I was back for a minute. Anyhow, so I realized that this piece of shit car is pulling Larry's boat down the road. And I realized Andrew and Larry, Larry's driving it. Yes, that's what happened. And it's like a 50, 55 mile an hour rip right there. Right, and I'm doing 35. Well, yeah, 35, even 35. Yeah. In the left lane. I wondered what was, maybe I was speeding. What was your first reaction? I was, I, I had the, uh, oh, f- I, I was thinking... Someone stole Larry and, and there's there's no W. There's not there's no like first word. It is literally you start at the fuck <laughs> 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 from well before like I knew what was going on to kind of when I knew what was going on to that's Larry's boat to I see the entire car. I see Andrew in the passenger seat, Larry in the driver's seat. The whole time, just keep reiterating. The The fuck. fuck. (laughs) Right. The fuck is going on. At what point and how did this happen? Yeah. I mean, did you ever create a Well, I didn't see anybody in the back seat. I didn't see Elliot in the back seat. So I'm thinking, like, this is like this car. I've seen this thing on the internet and, and the social medias. Do they just kind of pass this car off to people and just let them just drive around with their boats the on the back of it? The traveling shorts type yeah. shit. Yeah. Well, you know, there, there's quite possibly uh, folks that listen to our muse and they might not be aware of the history of Clyde. Right. So, Elliot, like, Elliot. can you give us a Wait, little rundown on... on Go ahead, NPR. So, Tom By and R.A. Biotti um, of Biotti Productions and Off the Grid Studios. You've probably seen a bunch of his films in the Fly Fishing Film Tour. I've heard of that guy's name, but it was more like an Italian gangster shit. Yeah, yeah, that that is Scarface or something? They bought this car um, in Colorado maybe seven years ago to film the short Fly Fishing Goes Gangster. With... Which is Jay Johnson and the tattooed face guy? Uh, yeah, I think they were probably, probably so, in it. Yeah, yeah, yeah they yeah. catch a frozen tilapia in it. But since then, every about three months, the car changes hands to a new writer or caretaker around the country. Caretaker. And then every issue of the magazine, which is quarterly, uh, a new person writes their experience of Ride with Clyde. And so for six years, Clyde's been touring the country. And most recently, he was in the Keys, so I flew down to grab him in the Keys and drove him up here to hang out with you guys. Who had him in the Keys? Uh, this couple, Mona and Harold Brewer, in the Ocean Reef Club, which we talked about earlier. Not Mona. Great, great older couple, mm. very focused on fishing and conservation. 
took good care of him, put a bunch of money into him, which I don't know why anyone would. But uh, he's back on the road, and he's here in Oak Hill right now. Yeah. Making his debut. We um, we Oak were talking. Oak Hill debut. I mean, the first word of it happened probably, I don't know, a month ago. Yeah. Yeah. Um, kind of putting it on the radar. One of the things that you did when you were in the Keys, which I thought was kind of neat, um, yesterday, I believe, during the morning, was... You went out and did bird counts with the Audubon Society. So it's like Elliot's big year was actually birding yeah, from a, a helicopter. A bir- you're a birder. I'm not. Are, but are you a bird nerd? I'm not, but I was offered a chance to fly over the Everglades in a helicopter for a couple hours countering, uh, what were they, rosy-eyed spoonbills? Okay. Roseate. Roseate. Not rosy eyed. Okay, I knew there Rosie-ed. was like at something after there, There's probably a few rosy eyed spoonbills that are like sad and have been crying. But it is 420, so. Right. They're probably yeah, that, like Colorado true. weed. Um, Colorado fresh. But yeah, we saw a bunch of them, flew over it. Um, what, was it a rookery that you guys located? Yeah, we found probably seven of them that they knew of, and then we just flew over, counted them. Saw a bunch of tarpon in the canals and bonefish on the flats and really snook so you, and insane. tons of crocodiles. It was really cool. Did you take any photos while you were doing this? Uh, I'm not just a like good iPhone. Well, you know, yeah. if you, you know, if you don't put it on the Instagram, it didn't, didn't happen. happen. Exactly. Yeah. Right. How can I remember it? Well, if you don't, if you don't put it on the Instagram, as and a picture of your tits, it didn't happen. Oh, there's that. But Did you like, like, kind of position yeah, yeah. the crocodiles like. Airborne tits. With your tits. And some some nipples right. are popping, yeah. No word. Okay. Well, what happened then? Yeah. It's real. So I did that, and then before that, I was tagging tarpon down in the Keys with the Bonefish and Tarpon Trust. On the same trip? BTT. Yeah. BTT. BTT. Bringing it all around. Right. Down with nice. BTT. Yeah, you yeah, know yeah. me. You know me. What day was that? Uh, Monday and Tuesday of this last week, so the 16th and 17th okay. of April. Wow. So from... Oak Hill, the ride with Clyde is continuing northbound up I-95 to Jacksonville, I believe. Yeah, I got to be there at 6 a.m. tomorrow morning to do a little Six bit hours more. Now. Six yeah. hours from now. A little more red fishing. Cool. Um, That's brutal. Ease, yeah. up, ease up on the on the set. <laughs> yeah, it's, mm-hmm. it's going to be blowing. It's really muddy. There's oysters everywhere, apparently. It's going to be borderline miserable. And then from there, going to hang out with Paul Puckett. In, oh yeah, uh, okay. South Carolina. Then up to Lake Hartwell to fish for some stripers. Then North Georgia to is, shoot a turkey and catch wait, some rookies. Where's Paul? Where is Paul? Jacksonville. He's no, he'll Charleston. be in Charleston. But then you're going to North Georgia. Yeah. Oh yeah. Right. You're going to out like out. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I get it. I get it. I get Dude, it. I hope you shoot a turkey. That'll be awesome. Yeah. Or I, I am a terrible shot. So maybe the guy I'm with. Well, you're going to be using a scatter gun, so it's okay. You just you don't aim. You just point at. You'll be you'll be fine. Oh, I thought we were using bait rods for him. Yeah, little, no. same little corn pattern. Did yeah. you know turkeys look up when it rains and open their mouths? Uh, domesticated turkeys do. Really? Yes. Not wild turkeys. Not wild turkeys. Wild turkeys are pretty wild and turkeys. smart. Lycra. But I always thought it was wild turkeys too. No. It's I've not wild turkeys. I've been lied to. Yeah. So, and then uh, from Georgia, you're going to make a pretty big leap and head up towards uh, 
you're meeting with Donald J. Trump. I am, yeah. What? I am at the White House. Yeah. We're going to talk about conservation and fishing. With, really? And with we're going to fish the Shad Run. With America's fish. The Clyde? Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's really what sealed Wait, the deal with the beat president. The shit car. Yeah. And you are going to the White House. They're, Absolutely. Uh, that I piece quit. of shit car and the president are one and the same. Yeah. I'm, I, I quit. You just have to have a weird piece of shit car, and then you just go to the White House and hang out with the president and go fishing. Well, this car represents a lot of, of stickers. Americana. Yes, stinky old 12-gallon per 100-mile car. Make America great again, man. Goddamn right. One Clyde at a time. One. There's only one Clyde. Yeah, he might bail on me, and if so, I'll hang out with Joel Johnson, who used to be higher up at TU, now runs some consulting firm up there. But we're going to fish the Shad Run, and then uh, I go to Lynchburg to drop him off, Lynchburg, Virginia, and then I'm flying out of there. Wow. And who's going to be the caretaker for uh, the next little bit? A um, couple of Tom's friends. Okay. It's a couple. Um, they both have female names, but I... But it's a man and a woman. I don't remember their names. Like Chelsea. Like and Ivy Chelsea. and something like that. Yeah. Ivy I think Ivy's the dude. Yeah. yeah. Ivy and Sandy. Right. That sounds Sandy, right. Yeah. Sandy and Chris. Yeah. Word. Yeah. Okay. I, I think that you and, and left Terry. out one um, stop that's of particular interest to us. And I believe that you are going to be stopping at uh, District Angling. Hell yeah. Oh, yeah. Rich Farino. Rich Farino. Big, big friend of the show here. His grand opening is coming up. Yes, it is. When is it? Grand. Very, very soon. Um, I know he had a very successful, though delayed by the blizzard, um, fly fishing film tour uh, event. And they're kind of right in the middle of the shad run is starting up there. So they're, they're heavy on that. And I do believe where are I the saw shad running up the Potomac. Uh, up that's the Potomac where fish. to where? And the there's ocean? there's stripers that are that are starting to fire off, following uh, them up. Yeah. yeah, you know I've always thought it would be super cool for social media purposes, of course, right? To what fly fish there? and actually catch one of those stripers in front of like the Jefferson Memorial. Oh yeah, I mean that's like bucket list for that's me. That's the dream, man. Yeah. Oh, the grand opening was uh, this past Saturday, April 14th. Well, it's good that they're open. Yeah. Well, you know they're open. At least you're not going like, to show up and they're closed. Well, they've been open. I went there in uh, early well, January. Well, it's pretty common. What the hell a is a grand will, opening? Well, it's the official party to celebrate that they're open. It's not the grand first opening, day that they're opening. Fiesta. It's the grand opening. Fair. Not Fair. the I'll take it back. Right. Jeez. It's a real shindig. But yeah, I'll right. go in there, talk to them, grab some flies, talk about the fishery. Yeah. Um, maybe Trump will join us. Got it. At the fly mind. shop. Yeah. yeah. I still I've already kidding. A, a huge fly fisherman. Huge. Yeah, I'm gonna give him one of uh, well, Ben's stickers. And by huge, I mean huge. Big league. Right. Big league. Big league. Right. Yeah. Big league. Bigly. Bigly. Like with L-Y. Yeah. Bigly. So, Carl, do you have anything else on your oh, notes? Oh, Christ. Because if you don't... Are you fucking kidding me? I wanted to bring up a topic that it's probably something that you might have an opinion on. 
Um, in the skiff game, um, there's oftentimes that you will need your skiff freshened up. Like my old girl outside here is 20 years old, you know, as sweet as she is as, as the old girl gets older, you know, it's time to get a little facelift. So maybe I need some, uh, I lost my shoes. New, uh, non-skid or maybe it's time to get it rewired so there's plenty of options out there for you to go out and get work done on your skiff whether it would be with carl or hello um, or maybe like uh our friend justin here pick somebody else (laughs) you son of a bitch there's there's always options (laughs) available terrible man but here's here's an interesting. Justin looks a lot friendlier than he really is. Very interesting. Uh, Never trust a man with a beard. Thing that happened <laughs> that I saw on social media uh, in the last forty eight hours is uh, somebody needed work done on their skiff, but they didn't have cash money. They didn't have any paper. They didn't have any paper. They didn't have that greenback in their pocket, so. They worked out what I guess it'd be bartering. They they the bartered barter to have their skiff worked on. And through the course of the bartering, this shop ultimately had other cash payers that brought their skiff in to get work done. And the barter skiff kept getting pushed to the back of the line. Which to me makes sense. I mean if it's like Hey, will you work on my skiff? And in return for you working on my skiff and, and providing services to me, I'll provide some type of service in return. It didn't go well, which is pretty common in bartering. Somebody ends up feeling like they were at the disadvantage. This is a story that took place two, two and a half years ago, I believe. And this person who felt aggrieved then in turn waited patiently like a fucking lion laying in the fucking grass waiting for that like impala that wasn't paying attention and leaped out and pounced by seeing that someone's web address had expired and they grabbed up their domain name and now have created a website for said business that is the fucking most horrible, shitty, fucking, awful retribution website you've ever seen. You open it up. It Go says that the it. business is for sale. It's got negative review, like this terrible negative review. But the most interesting thing is when you go to the contact page, it points everything to a fully operational boat builder. And my question, oh, who's that? My, who, who builds those boats? Uh, my question is, have any of you all ever been involved in any type of bartering? And how did it work out? And if bartering didn't work out for you, like, do you walk away and say, well, that didn't work out? Or do you try to ruin somebody over it? Well, 
get even, I guess. You would get even? I guess. But at what point do you say that you're even? Well, you gotta, you know, it's all about, like, expectations, I guess. But the fucking, who was the web designer? Uh, an individual that lives up in the low country around Charleston. I guess they weren't able to find anybody work on skiffs up in Charleston, so they brought it down to the old so like, FLA. So, like, last oh. quarter of the United States? Like, there's nobody else working on boats? Or I guess nobody in the no. southeast United States other than no. down in Florida. Sounds Sounds fair. Justin couldn't find anybody else, apparently. Oh my God. <laughs> wow. So, that son of a bitch. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so read out of the story. I have no idea. Yeah. I think we bought a boat from the same place, didn't we? Who? I don't know. I'm very confused. I know. I don't know. I, I just I, I don't want to I don't want to well, name names just because I think that the person that that's being harmed in the in the whole thing that it is and maybe this is a good thing. Maybe the fact that I'm the only one that has noticed this and seen this on social media, maybe the it's not as far reaching as I thought. But my biggest grievance i guess is just a a person that sees this on social media is that the name of the company that everything's being pointed to hasn't stepped up and said wait 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 whoa for one second this is a dispute between these two guys don't draw me into it and that hasn't happened so right so it's like if Justin and I can't agree on who to bring a boat to. Right. If Justin said, you better bring it to Larry. Uh-huh. And I couldn't, like, I had no say. I, there, it wasn't a forum. I couldn't, like, put my two cents in. Right. If you didn't say, hey, man. I didn't have anything to do with Justin saying, bring it to me. Then you look like the guilty party. Because you have something to gain. Mm. Right? True. And nobody knows who Justin is. Right. So you being the only person named, and me being the only person named as who not to bring it to, you're the only guilty party you're the only party that could be guilty i don't so know if they it's guilty like, they're benefiting but what is their responsibility in that it's a positive externality right kind of however it's slander it is slander but they larry was not involved in the slander but he's just a beneficiary but like but as a beneficiary how? and i don't object to the manner in which the slander is being applied. Am I giving tacit approval to the slander? You know what I mean? Yeah, I get to, that. And that's up yeah, for, that's like, for the audience to, to decide. Yeah. Okay. For whether or not they can 
be smart enough to see through that. Yeah, to see that it's like kind of one-sided, like, oh, right. But first yeah. of all, there was no contract, I bet, for this. Oh, oh no. definitely I'm sure not. it's a bud deal. Like, yeah. it's cool, it's cool, it's it cool. It went south. Yeah, this yeah, guy yeah, got yeah. butt hurt. Yeah, yeah. And butt hurt's a good way to put it. Yeah. And decided to yeah, like take the nuclear hurt. option. Right. Right. And you were just kind of, Larry over here was just like, Wow. Yeah. I mean, I was what did floored. I have to do with well, this? I really don't want, blew I don't up. really want to yeah, be really part of bad. this. Yeah. Now that they are, it'd be the right move, I think, business-wise, long-term. Well, and it's out. not like, it's mm-hmm. not so much like, like I was explaining, kind of making the, I don't know, the situation like Justin gonna, Larry and do, I. We need to take a dent in the... Uh, and beer review stuff. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. We should. Do you want to do that? Yeah. Quick break. Quick break. Quick break. Andrew. 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 Andrew's already on a break in beers. Oh, Justin. Sure. What have you not? done, Justin? Oh. I think Justin went to sleep. Andrew thinks that can shock me, but I don't feel anything. My headphones went out again. What do you do to me? All right, Carl, introduce the beer that we're about to Hold on. engage in. It's from Columbia, South Carolina. Oh, I was just in Columbia. I just went to Columbia last week. What? Yeah. I thought you went to Charleston. No, I went to Columbia first. It was awesome. What a fantastic little town. Yeah? Yeah. Hold on. Hold on. Oh, Jesus, Carl. No, I'm here. I'm here. I got it. Look. It works now. Look at that. All right. Leave it alone. All right. I'm not touching it. So, I was in Columbia. Fantastic little town. A lot of bricks. A lot of wood. A lot of old, weird train tracks. Very cultured. Very nice place. There was a place that was a... Separate... State state capital right. of the great state of South Carolina. It's a little, little like, a district down there I went to. Right. Oh, I got I grabbed their card. It's a, it's a paddling, like, company. Okay. Super high end though, like fly gear and all the dry bags and all the deal for doing. They had rivers, super big lake out the, out that way. Fantastic, nice place to do a lot of like fly trips. Um, this one here, well, I had my dog with me too, so naturally, when you go to a really high end paddle company, like hurry three, the fuck up. We need well, to shut drink the this fuck up. So I, so they have three thousand dollar kayaks and everything everywhere, and the Yeti bags and all this kind of shit. You cut your old pit bull loose, you know, in there. You're strapped for charge. Yada yada yada. Let's drink the beer. So, but they were cool about it. But super cool town. This is called River Rat Brewery, and Andrew's just so tripping over himself. It's the the American Cole story. It's uh, what's going on here? It's a coal style ale. It's pretty light bodied, I'd say. Oh my god. If I had to talk about the appearance, it would be like a golden straw deal. Uh, it's conditioned a lot like, in my personal opinion, like a lager. Mm-hmm. To give it a like a clean, I don't know, like the finish is, is crisp. It looks pretty fruity. Like it, I would it, be, it, the I would can not grab looks this off the mega shelf. fruity. But it's out, out of a place called River Rat Brewery in Columbia. It looks like a punch of type. Like shouts, a punch. shouts to Columbia. It doesn't look exactly like... It looks like, like an 80s... Yeah. Uh, 
dance, like a instructional like, dance video. It does. A little tie dye. It tastes great. It does. does it? It Let's really go does. for it. Yeah, it tastes great. Yeah, because I was reading a deal and I, I'm, I'm with it. Fuck you. And I'm unfortunately, um, we've lost track of who may have There's contributed a, to the podcast. We are full of beer. Yeah. Did we? Oh, that I feel bad about that. River so, Rat, River Rat. To whomever, whomever oh. to whomever sent the River Rat Brewery American Kolsch story, cheers to you. Yeah, cheers. Because absolutely, I, I like it. It's, it's a little really good. It's a little. Uh, it's only twenty five IBUs, yeah. but it's, it's which is a little nice hoppy, and mellow, so it's a, yeah. but a little touch of hops. Yeah, in that'd there. be a good boat beer. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's a little hoppy, so it's a, kind of like a afternoon crafty. boat beer. It's crafty, but afternoon, it's classy. Late afternoon boat boat dock oh. beer. Yeah, afternoon beer. Actually, it would not be a very good boat dock beer. It would be a good landing beer. Landing. In South Carolina, it's all about the, the landing. landing. The landing. The landing. Yeah. They don't have, like, boat ramps. Yeah. The boat landings. The boat landings. The landing. They look a lot like a boat ramp. <laughs> they, Here, do, yes. they do look a lot like a boat ramp. Almost. However, they are <laughs> landings. Almost exactly the same. <laughs> Let's be honest. Hmm. So it's good, Elliot. In your part of the world, because you're you're more of a cold water fisherman, um, cooler water. Spend spend much time in drift boats. Yeah, a little bit here and there. Smoking weed. We we often have times where we have trout weenies like yourself that uh, join us around the old oak table here. Andrew calls them trout peeners. Trout painters, exactly. And we or, always uh, we always get feedback. Wood, was it wood, woods fairies? Woods fairies. Woods fairies. Yes. And and there's always like this taken back. Like we had to like speak in code and half truths about like the whole skiff like drama. Is in your experience is like skiff slash boat drama like really centric to saltwater fishing or is there any good boat drama? in the uh, drift boat game. I think there is. Really? Because um, we have been dying to like stoke up some good drift boat drama and trying to figure yeah. out where to go to get into some. Yeah, I I don't know if I hear about it, but there's definitely much more within the saltwater game. and it, There's way more boat makers in the saltwater game. There's more varieties made by each boat maker. And you guys seem to know every single make, model, <laughs> year, color of all of these boats, whereas in the trout world, you know, people will talk shit about stealth craft and, oh, this low-sided hide is better at this, whereas this adipose is good at this, but it's, they really only make the skiffs there and their pro deals suck for guides. So it's, it's that kind of stuff. It's, I don't think it's as interesting as what you guys are talking about, like when we were off tape, the advantages and disadvantages that are very clear within each of these manufacturers and so each if, of their models. If if we said we are prepared because our sponsors put us in a position to write the check to get you the drift boat of your dreams, what would we be writing a check for? And if you say a fucking raft, I'll kill you. Yeah, it's definitely <laughs> a raft, dude. Really? really? Yeah. Why? Um, a raft with a motor mount on the back. I'm in the Midwest, so there's a few gnarly rapids, and you're going to be motoring through a lot of slack water. 
And uh, okay. the, when you do want to go out west, that's actually know, Justin's uh, nickname. Slackwater. Yeah, Slackwater. <laughs> <laughs> when you do want to go out west, you got you want to go experience some gnarlier stuff, and you probably don't have the chops to do it in a fourteen thousand dollar fiberglass drift boat. And I just don't care enough. I'd much rather have my friends have boats. There you go. Than me have to deal with it and have a trailer hitch put on my shitty minivan that's not worth as much like as it would cost. Wait, 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 you wait, have wait, a wait. minivan? Hell yeah. There you go. We're going <laughs> to drill down into this a little yeah. bit. So how you're mid-20s. Yeah. And you have already ascended to minivan status. status. I ascended to minivan status at the age of 18. Wow. Holy, holy. Some would argue was that, that a choice or was that made for Wait. Me? Oh, I, wait, wait. I like that. You slid that. Maybe he never left. Right. So yeah. is this like I an Oedipus? Is this the Oedipus yeah, uh, edition I'm, of the van? Definitely. When I jerk off in the back of my minivan, I'm definitely thinking about my mother. Okay. <laughs> holy fuck. <laughs> um, Escalating. New no, it's, highs. Shit just for got the real. Fucking, for the fuck podcast here. <laughs> for new highs. listening on their long car drive. How many, swerved how many fucking new How many followers does your mom have on Instagram? <laughs> uh, yeah, we're going to move on from that. Topic. <laughs> it's, it's a questionable wait. statement, but... Do you Is feel your mother a disadvantage because you do not drive an Outback? Uh, I mean, it's not four-wheel drive, but the fact of the matter is I got it for 1800 bucks. I have a sleeping platform in the back. I've driven it like 40,000 miles. And what kind of what kind of minivan? It's a Ford Windstar. Okay. It's uh, El Rocinante, which is the name of Don Quixote's mule. Okay. Um, you have like a um, flea market uh, airbrushed tag that says that on the front of it no i really should. you really should get I really one should. i've got a decent number of stickers if you didn't have to be in jacksonville in the morning you could get that done in, I could right here in oak hill go, go grab my minivan tomorrow. and bring it back yeah. yeah okay that's good to know no no you can get the tag done oh, you know it. so that then you put the oh, nice airbrush nice, tag nice, right on the front nice. of they it. can either airbrush whatever the hell you said or <laughs> just a rose that says a touch of class <laughs> wow yeah okay yeah, I might send one of you guys over there <laughs> for me. Um, That's the touch of class one's a l- kind of standard for Florida. But yeah, the minivan. I mean, I'm what not do you like driving and, more, Clyde or the minivan? Oh, uh, Clyde. It's got some class. The minivan's a working. It's a it's a, it's horse. a working man. It's a, it's a mule. It's yeah. El right. Rocinante. Right. Um, Purpose but, driven. I mean, for somebody my age, your Spanish doesn't is fantastic spend. for such a white feller. Thank you, thank you. <laughs> For someone that's my age who doesn't want to spend a lot of money and wants to be able to live out of their vehicle, as well as just like get to and from work when they're living in a city, minivan's great. They're cheap. I'm not going to go drop $50,000 on a new Sprinter and then get it kitted out like I don't have that kind of money. Um, But it's going to run into the ground at some point, and then I'll get a truck. Are you too young to know about like Chris Farley's... Living in a van down by the river. Oh no, I, I hear that a lot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I get that yeah, a lot. Yeah, yeah. My former elementary or like high school teachers like to bring that one up. Yeah, yeah. You're still in contact. Uh, with a couple of them, yeah. You go Were they chicks? Van, van meetups. Were they hot? <laughs> van meetups, yeah. yeah. I mean, oh, soccer, do you do you go vanning like go, with your well, van pal? Vamping. Actually. I just I just want to oh, uh, I just no, want to say that yeah, you know different. I fought like. 
the whole minivan thing for years. And that's my, great. Don't my you wife lie to yourself. Like, you love that my, fucking minivan. No, well, that's Larry. what, that's what Dude, I'm getting that's to. Oh, you love it. My, my, my wife I know. was like, you know, I want to get a minivan. I'm like, fuck no. Dude, the minivan is fucking awesome. It doesn't look I, like a minivan, though. We, no, we were in Charleston, and there was 17, 18, 19 people. In the minivan. At least. Yeah. Just cruising. And I, I hate riding with people. I just hate it. And, and I hate people. Let's be honest. I hate crowds. I hate people. And we were just rolling through Charleston, all through some crazy back roads, highways, whatever. I didn't even realize it was in a car. Yeah. The whole time. It's like magic. We are just fucking cruising. And the best is, you know, you've got the video in the back. You can fucking hang out, watch videos while you're cruising down the road. Makes a road trip go a well, little quicker. Well, the fucked quicker. up part is 18 people. We had everything we all owned. Yes. 18 people were in there, hidden away somewhere in a compartment, just riding like it was a car, just smooth as silk. And I thought to myself. It was almost like we were, like, ready to, like, bust over across the border or something. We almost did. Yeah. So I, that's crazy. You're a minivanner at like in the twenties. That's yeah, I, I've always been a minivan. Very very overdeveloped sense of right. uh, transportation. And the well, next you know, step from there will always be in the shadow of the minivan. Oh, I mean, you can never get rid of that. Well, anything ever like it's like having like a supermodel first girlfriend. The minivan is a supermodel. At, like first girlfriend, so like in a well, sense. anything later on. I mean, if you get some like bitching, I, I would say that I've set my standards extremely low by having a minivan. I would as my say first extremely vehicle. high. Wait a second. Well, what if you have a sports car? I resemble that remark. You resemble it. You do look kind of like that. Are you a supermodel? Yeah. I've got no the the minivan. Mm-hmm. Now you're saying it's a low expectation. It's mm-hmm. like no. Mm-hmm. I think priority is room, and everything past that. So if you get some like bitchin' Porsche or something, yeah, yeah that'd, that'd be awesome. You'll always be like, will you be able to fit your stuff in there? As much room as no, sleep in there and all. No, and no, it, it would actually be a nothing. pain in the ass because yeah. I'd have to have another Nightmare. vehicle to do the things I want right. to do. And then the money that I spent on that bitchin' ass Porsche, I wouldn't be able to go spend right. on things that I'm actually right. that I actually value. Right. I think this is a time. So of, it's a matter this of, is a time of introspection. Yeah. Yes. Right. This is a time of introspection for you on the podcast. It's a. Uh, it's efficient. Right. It it checks the boxes I need it to check. Mm-hmm. Did it so have a name? Did you say it had a name? Yeah. My brother named it. It was his van for a little bit. And this is when... It's Don Quixote's mule. El Rocinante. Oh. Oh, oh okay. Rocinante, which means El Ginger Guy. <laughs> it means red-headed stepchild. Right. Gotcha. The ginger gotcha. boy. <laughs> that... <laughs> Don Quixote called his mule a stepchild. Yeah, he called his he called his van. Did he the did ginger he, boy? Did he, tr- <laughs> did he treat it like a rented mule? Oh, spinning the tires on the bitch. Yes. This is a time for introspection for all of us. I think. I think so. And with that, how how are we treating our minivans? You know, we, we all need to ask ourselves that question. Oh, man. I can't believe how deep this podcast... I feel like Joe Rogan right now. Has nothing on this. No. no. This is deep. Yes. And as Larry picks 
the last bit of a chicken, chicken wing out, out of, of my his, teeth. Yes. Mm-hmm. We shall run to piss let's, break. Let's All go right. piss break. And then we'll come back from one final segment. Let's yeah. piss. It might be two minutes long or two hours. Just depends on how deeply we want to punish Elliot's needing to get up early. Right. Let's roll. And All our right. minivan. Let's hit some breakage. Peace. So, uh, back from a little break, and uh, that was a really short break. We're all starting to think about uh, wrapping it up, Closing but before time. we do, I Taco think Bell. that I think that we need to acknowledge that Elliot is actually brought up a, a very valuable fisherman. point, mm. and that is that. Don't be a slave to the fucking man and subscribe to the need for having an expensive car. Get something that meets your needs and get out and fucking We're talking experience about the van life. life. We're talking yeah. about the van life. Yeah. Still yeah. And yeah, oh, I, love I, this. I think so because this, this is the, the best thing. This is the challenge that I want to put out there. Whether so, he's in but, Clyde okay, or the in van the thing. van down by the river, he's we'll out of, there getting it done. Yeah. And summer's about to come around the corner. And I hope that there's that somebody out there listening that Hell is yeah. saying, what the fuck? Maybe it's time to cash in my chips, get on fucking Craigslist, buy a fucking Find wind a Windstar. Star. And fucking set out on the open motherfucking road. I feel like it was a fault of Chris Farley when he made that thing that said, you know, before you know, you'll be in a van down by the river. Who doesn't want to be in a van down by the river? Yeah, no shit. You just don't want to be in the river in a van. Not inside. You want to be next to it. Next to it. Close to it so you can fish it in the morning and at night. Yeah. I mean, I also think that expands to everything. You don't need that $1,000 rod. No. Pick up that... Pick up that rod at the garage sale next door and get out there and learn to fish it. I mean, somebody 30 years ago did. Right. Don't go into debt. That's Amen. Well, don't that's a different. Yourself. Make it work. <laughs> make it work. In the next hour, we're going to be discussing with like Dave financial, Ramsey. Yeah, like financial responsibility. That would be the death of From me. the crowd of guys that likes $1,200 rods, $50,000 boats the size of... But I'm being serious. A bathtub. I like the idea that, you know, you're driving across the freaking country, seeing a lot of stuff that, you know, it's it's something that you don't see much anymore. I'm afraid that people get into the rut of the rat race. They see that the next 
check mark that they have to have on their checklist of life is school and the job and then fucking next thing they know is they're fucking miserable working in a fucking cubicle well you, know? you hope th- get you out hope there and this, have fun yeah. experience life you can do it on the fucking cheap and still fucking enjoy a hell of a lot of it well you hope this isn't the hitching post for because like crappy bank loans or anything. i mean because there's the no raw that you guys no haven't skin. mentioned yet is like it's the people you share that experience with for sure. Yeah. It's not, I mean, that, yeah. I mean, which is what's leading to my next thing is if you take Elliot's challenge of exploring the world in a $276 car, then we want you to let us know not your that van. you're doing it. And we will have you on the podcast to check in from a Walmart parking lot somewhere across America to tell us. Where you fished, where you been, and all the good times that you're having and the friends that you made. Because that's what it's going to be about. It's going to be the summer of love, 2018. That's right. The summer of the Windstar. <laughs> summer of the parking lot. Right. And just to make the this wind, fully cheese this up, uh, these trips wouldn't be any fun if I didn't get to sit down and do stuff like this. With people that I just I met. like you too. Yeah. I mean, you have yeah. to come out of these trips like beaten and battered, but. Definitely. Yeah. But uh, it, week, it's worth it. Yeah. It's a couple and, uh, like uh, days of weird like sleepy depression when you get home and you're uh, just like yeah. super tired and you're just like. How should meaning I of life. Like yeah. type sleep. We just like a whole day, like 24 hours. Yeah. Yeah. But I mean. I mean you get back with it. Just kind of seeing Mosquito Lagoon. I had heard about it a lot. Yeah. Um. You guys, in various ways, depend well, on this Well, Justin resource. embodies Mosquito Lagoon. Look at that beer. <laughs> I got nothing. Got, yeah. <laughs> That's the best way to deal with Carl sometimes. Right. I got nothing for you. <laughs> Don't buy in. But yeah, thanks for having Just, me, guys. Yeah. And it, yeah, it, was, it was awesome having you stop by. It was fun getting on the water today. You got to experience uh, a little bit of the redfish that we have here you got to go up and check out jb's which was cool and uh Almost thanks for letting us experience. uh borrow clyde and ride around town and surprise carl and make him get his gopro out that was a no. fun afternoon it I, was i don't think i could have you know pre-gamed for a podcast any better yeah it was fun it was pretty like it was fly fishing celebrity type things i mean uh clyde's kind of a big clyde deal. Is a yeah clyde is a, a big deal, a big deal. yeah, yeah. Big, big marketing push. I say we uh, say adios until the next time. All right. That was it. Sweet. Carl, let me see one of them uh, minty fucking Pouch? pouches that you got. I'm just tired of fucking wintergreen. <laughs> <laughs>